All right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome on this wonderful Sunday evening. Open prayer. Everybody's doing well out there in Internet land. Open prayer. Everybody's again having an awesome day in the Lord on this wonderful Sunday uh, evening. Truly, truly, God has blessed us with another weekend. So we enter into our, our, our Christmas week this weekend. Uh, again, leading up to Christmas, open prayer. Everybody's out there and traveling and, and again, spending time with family and friends as we move forward for this holiday season. Be mindful again, our service next Sunday at 11 a.m. at the church. So come on out and be with us. Come on and be with us and enjoy. And again, in the presence of the Lord for Jesus being the reason for the season. So we look forward to seeing you on that day, December 25th uh, at 11 a.m. All right. So come out and be with us next weekend. Set aside everything, all the plans, and all these different things. Plans should be in the house of the Lord uh, to begin your Christmas day. So we're looking forward to the excitement and all that God is going to do on that wonderful day. Uh, we continue to ask you to pray for the DS family, continue to pray for uh, the Jones family, continue to pray for uh, uh, so many others. I just had another request from the Johnson family, my cousins, uh, uh, Vicki Johnson, who's in the ICU right now. So we lift her up as well. We lift her up as well as she's having some issues. But we know that God is a God that can work all issues. God that can work and resolve all things as we trust him and believe in him. So continue to pray for men and women. Uh, at this time, I'm going to give you an opportunity to give as well. Before we get rolling here in the message, uh, I want to uh, give you an opportunity to give as unto God. Again, just support the work. As we share with you, let's give a gift unto the kingdom. Give a gift in this Christmas season. Give a gift for the Lord. Amen. And every season, God deserves a gift. We get tithe and offers. Tithe is 10% uh, of your gross. Tithe 10% of your growth. And so you give as unto the Lord and then also your offerings as unto the Lord. You can give various ways to our website, www.myntcc.org forward slash Brooklyn NY. Then we also have Zelle at, at uh, and you can, the address is to our church address. Uh, the number that you would use or the, the uh, sender that, that you would send it to is the church email at NTCC uh, Brooklyn NY at gmail.com. And then we have text to give as well, 347-229-9933. And those are various ways to give us unto the Lord. So uh, may the Lord truly bless you as our prayer as you give unto him. I want to read out, out of the word of God this evening. Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8, verse 14. Verses 14 through 17. We'll read it. Uh, the Gospels. Thank God for the Gospels. The Gospel according to Matthew here uh, was a story we use as a springboard. Uh, again, concerning uh, Christ Jesus. The Bible says, and when Jesus was come to Peter's house, he saw his wife laid, mother, excuse me, his wife's mother laid sick of a fever. And he touched her hand and, and the fever left her. And she uh, arose and, and ministered unto them. He says, and when the evening was come, they brought uh, unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he came out of the, cast out the spirits unto his word and healed all that were sick. The Bible says that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Elias the prophet, saying himself sick. And Jesus, no doubt, came into that home to heal her. Uh, was able to heal her while she was there. But I want to uh, focus in on that and really the part about when Jesus came or when Jesus comes. Amen. So that's the title of this evening. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for another opportunity to uh, bring forth your word this evening. And God, we pray that you'll touch the hearers, God, that they will receive it. 
God let your word go out and, and lodge in many women's hearts tonight. There are many needs. There are many uh, challenges that we have, many things that are going on. But, God, we know that you are God that can handle every issue. God, we pray that you'll uh, enter in where you need to go. God, we pray that you'll enter hearts and souls of men and women, that you'll accomplish your divine work. In Jesus' my name we pray. Amen. When Jesus comes, when Jesus comes, you think about that, as we, we, we uh, even tied into this season that we're in, the holiday season when Jesus comes. When Jesus came into the world, he brought joy to the world. He brought uh, a sense of hope into the world. He brought, uh, again, a sense of uh, a better day coming when he came into the world. Those that were looking for him, those that were in need of him, those that had, had needed a miracle, he came. He came, no doubt, and he heard the cries of many. Again, the yearning, he heard the welling and weeping for a change to take place, for something to happen, transpire. And, and really the scripture tells us this, he came, no doubt, into the world. And, and when he came, he just didn't come just to be here, but he came to uh, uh, demonstrate his power, demonstrate his love, demonstrate his compassion, demonstrate all the things in which he came to do and demonstrate his authority on and on and on. Jesus came. And so <clears throat> when Jesus came, things happened. Things changed for the better. Demons fled, as we see here. The darkness had to go. And unbelief of many, hope again entered into hearts because he came. This particular scripture here about when Jesus came into Peter's house, this uh, this lady, his mother-in-law, was laid there sick. She had had a fever. She was going through things. And continue to pray for, again, uh, those that are in sickness, that season where people are very sick. People are dying again early. People are dying suddenly. People are dying lost again without God. And so people are in need of a touch. People are leaving this earth every minute. Can you imagine? Just a few minutes we've been here on this broadcast. People have gone off into eternity in need of a Savior. And amen. And some have left knowing you, Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. And that's our prayer really is for men and women to when Jesus has come, he has come and he wants to enter into lives. He stands there available. He said, I stand at the door and I knock on hearts. I stand at the door and I'm knocking saying, let me come in. Let me do a work in your life. When Jesus comes, he comes and, and, and cleans up the life. He cleans up the mind, cleans up the heart, cleans up the soul. Brings deliverance to hearts and souls of men and women. The Bible says he touched this woman and her sickness of uh, a, a fever went away. God knows exactly what you have need of. Your condition, he knows how to deal with your condition. He knows how to deal with your situation. He knows how to deal with every ounce of us today. He knows all about it. So when Jesus comes on the scene, he, come, he comes to fix. He comes to restore. He comes to, again, make whole today. This woman was made whole. The Bible says he touched her on the hand and the fever left her. Amen. The fever left her. The things that are wrong leave again when Jesus comes in. When we allow Christ to work, we allow Christ to move and, and operate the way that he should. Uh, things that are wrong leave. 
things that are uh, displeasing, leave things that are not again are out of order. God can put it back in order when Jesus comes. And so we see her life again, her sickness. The Bible says left when Jesus came in. The healer came into the room. The lover of her soul came into the room. The great physician came into the room. When Jesus comes, church, it makes a huge difference. The Bible says that she came and ministered unto him in verse sixteen. And when he, uh, when uh, the evening was come, that they brought many uh, that were possessed with devils. So can you imagine all these people beginning to surround Peter's house? All these people trying to get to Jesus. Why? Because he was in town. Jesus was in town when Jesus came uh, on the scene. Man, he people got word of the miracle work. Or people got word of his power. His 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 ability to transform lives and so people from all walks of life came the next uh, verse here talks about how that this man was possessed with the devil you know what again that's the real main one of the top of the list reasons he came uh, to kick the devil out to kick satan out to get rid of ill the will again uh, evil out of this world uh, to kick out the the lucifer himself uh, the bible even talks about how that uh, Jesus beheld him kicked out of heaven, and naturally he can behold him kicking out of your life. Tonight, if the devil's fighting you tonight, kick him out. If he's fighting in your soul, kick him out. If he's doing uh, uh, wreaking havoc in life, Jesus is able to kick him out by his authority and by his power. The Bible says, and so they brought this man to Jesus. This man was living in his temple, in his life, in his body, in other words. In his body, the Bible says he was filled with these spirits. Uh, and the Bible says he cast him out with one word, uh, with the spirit of his word. Uh, with the spirit uh, was kicked out. He spoke the word, and the devil's had to leave. The Bible says, and he healed all the sick as well. Any and everybody that no doubt came in contact with Jesus again in the day what was healed by the power of Almighty God. He says here, many that were possessed with devils, many uh, he, he cast them out with his word. His word is powerful tonight. His word is mighty tonight. And, and all, many times he doesn't even have to show up in the place. Let his word go forth. If you go back and read five, three verses before this, there was a centurion man. A centurion man, uh, again, he his daughter was sick as well. The Bible says that how the, uh, he 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 come and, and talked to Jesus, and he said, "Lord, can you come uh, go now?" Uh, 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 Jesus wanted to come to his house and heal his daughter, but the Bible says he says, "No, don't even come to my house. Just speak the word. Just speak the word." And the centurion realized that. The centurion realized there was power in his words. There was power and authority by this man Jesus. The centurion knew power. He recognized power. He knew that, again, uh, being a man of power, the centurion man, he saw the power and authority of Christ. Naturally, the centurion man can lead men. He can lead in battle, but he couldn't do that. He said, this man has real power. When the winds and the waves obey him, when he walks on the scene, the storms have to cease. When he walks again and throughout the city and villages, demons tremble. When Jesus comes, brothers and sisters, today, and brothers and sisters, today, we have to allow Jesus to come in and through his word and so that to what we were saying his word uh, again it dwells with us he's not here physically right now he's not here physically in the, in your room or your place or your wherever you may be right now but his word is there we encourage you to read god's word let that word lodge in your hearts tonight and when the word comes uh, you can have the power and authority to where these things have to leave you as well to where the devil has to go when we exercise it and use it in 
the power and the authority and walk in it and believe it and live it naturally uh, again great things happen when Jesus and his word come the Bible says he spoke the word no doubt his daughter was healed and here in this verse 16 he spoke the word he spoke the word and the, the spirits had to leave that man's life he healed all their sickness the church today we speak the word whatever you're going through right now call on the name Jesus say Jesus come on by here Come by where I'm at. Come by where I'm living. Come by in my situation. Invite him in. Ask him, Lord, come, come, come. We need you now. When you ever have a, a situation and you're crying for help, say, come, 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 quickly. Sometimes we call my wife or call my kids. We need something. They call me needing something. And it's an urgency of come, come, please come. And you know what? In our lives, sometimes, again, we have to have that same mentality on a grander scale for Jesus. Lord, come. Lord, come. And scripture even says, Lord, come quickly. <laughs> Why? Because even the writers in the Bible, they said, Lord, would you come quickly? Would you come, Lord? We need you now more than ever. This second, this hour, we need you to step in. People are in need. Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Again, we see, and he will come. He will come. He even hears the cries of the saints now as we speak. And that's when we yearn to be with him eternally. That's where we yearn to, to, to be with him. And you know what? Again, he will one day come. And as we see, we see life and we see all the things that are going on in life. And we see how the, the need for him to come. We see the need for him to return. No doubt, the need for him to come and uh, bring in his kingdom, which he eventually will do. And that's what we hear uh, that, are, that are sitting here waiting for him to come. But apparently there's more time for more to come. There's more time. God is waiting for more people to come. He's waiting for more souls to be saved. People are hurting in need of Christ. And he uses you and I to do what? To draw men to Christ. To get them to come to Jesus. Let us show the love of Christ to others as well. Let's go to verse 17. He said it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the prophet. Elias, the prophet, him took our infirmities. He said he took our infirmities and bare our sickness. You know what? He did that. He came from heaven to earth to show us the way. He came from heaven to take away our infirmities, our weaknesses, our sins, our shortcomings, to bear our sickness. I was thinking about uh, when Jesus comes earlier. And when he comes, he comes to be a shelter as well. We was reading that earlier about how he's a shelter in the time of storm. He's a refuge, a place where people can run to. A shelter. And I remember in the military, we used to use acronyms. We call acronyms. They take the first letter or the letters of a word and break them down. I'll do, it, I'll do it this evening. I want to give you the scripture first before we go there. The Bible says in Psalm 61, 1 through 3. It's probably down in the description, I, I believe. Uh, again, he says, hear my cry, O God. Hear my cry. And so the psalmist was crying out, come. Come by here. Hear my cry. Attend unto my prayers. Would you come meet my need? Would you come give me a moment of attention? The Bible says, from the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock. Or let me come to you. Let me come to you. The psalmist says, you know what? If you don't come, let me go where you are. He's on that rock. He's the rock of ages. He is our rock. 
Let me go where you are, Lord. And that's why so many would follow him while they were trying to stay around him. They wanted to be around Jesus. They wanted, if he couldn't come to where he, their house was, <clears throat> that would take too much time. People would gather to him. We covered the weeks about thronging. Go back and look at the video. We throng around Jesus. They crowded around Jesus. Why? Because they needed something from him. And he came to meet every need. You read sometimes in the scriptures, it says he met all the needs. Imagine the amount of time it took. That you could have did it one by one, but probably he took a moment of time to individually reach out to them to try to help them. The Bible says, he says, he's, uh, if, I, if, you, if you can't come to me, I'll come to you. He says, hear my cry, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. He says, for when, uh, thou has been a shelter, that the word is shelter for me and a strong tower for me enemy. We want to focus on the word shelter real quickly before we close up here. The letter S, if you look at it, think about the salvation. Uh, we shared with him this morning about Joseph and Mary were told he would be the savior of the world. When Jesus comes into a life, he becomes your savior. Let him be your savior tonight. Let him be your Lord. Let him be your God. The letter H stands for healing. I think about Jesus acting him here. He says the H stands for healing. He's talking about the word shelter, healing to the soul. The letter E could be used for everlasting life. Everlasting life, E-L, everlasting life. And we can use that word L as, as also as love. Jesus came to give us everlasting life because he loves us. He loves us so, brothers and sisters. He loves us so. He was willing to die for us. His compassion, his love, no doubt. It, it, it far reaches beyond what we as men and women can do. It reaches beyond faults and failures of people. It reaches beyond, again, all these different things. The love of Jesus Christ is so great. The Bible says the letter E, shelter, after the letter L, uh, uh, we look at it here, uh, no, but the letter T as well. No doubt he was able to uh, uh, teach them and show them the way, to teach them and help them along the way. Teach them the ways and show us the ways. Church of the day, when Jesus comes, he'll show you. Through his word, let him teach you, let him guide you, let him help you along the way. The letter E stands for, again, excitement as well. When Jesus comes, there's excitement because of the joy that he brings, because of the gift of salvation, because of how he can turn a life around in a moment, how he can turn a plight around when Jesus comes. Not only that, but after all is said and done, when one comes to Christ, it's exciting to know that we, have a, we can spend eternity with him once it's all said and done. We serve an exciting God. A God is, again, that just blows us away all the time. Blows us away by all the goodness and mercy that he shows. All the wonderful things that he's able to do. We serve an exciting God. He's not a dead God tonight. Or we can use it as revival as well. <coughs> God revives the soul. God revives the mind. He brings life into the soul situation. Revival. Encouragement as well. Encouragement. E for encouragement. Tonight when Jesus comes in, he encourages the soul. He says, you can go on and be great, do greater things for me. Go on and live. Go on, it's going to be all right. When Jesus comes, he gives excitement and encouragement to tell us, hey, there's a better day coming. Look to me. He said, I am the way, the truth, the life. He says, look to me, I'll help you. Look to me, call on me, and I'll answer today. There's, there's, a, uh, there's a sense of encouragement. He says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. No doubt we, we, we are emboldened by him. 
we, we have strength by him. He strengthens us every day. The letter D stands for deliverance. When Jesus comes, he brings forth deliverance. Deliverance to the soul. This man here that was we read about, he was possessed with devils. He was now delivered. This woman was sick. It would have led to something else, but she was delivered. The soul is sick. Our world is sick because of sin. Sin sick souls bound by chains. But God can bring deliverance tonight. Let him deliver the heart, the mind, the soul. The letter R stands for this. We close. Relief. Relief. Naturally, I can imagine that man being relieved. I can imagine Peter and his wife being relieved because his mom was well. I can imagine getting all those that would come thinking that they were perhaps going to be in that condition forever or bring forth relief. Those that are again here today have so many cares in this life. There are people who have some real, real issues. There's some people who have a lot of things going on in their life. A lot of burdens. Be surprised what people carry, the weight that people carry. Jesus can give relief. The Bible says, cast your cares upon me. No doubt because he cared for you. This, well, the scripture says, cast your cares upon him, according to Jesus, because he cares for you. But Jesus said, come unto me. Come unto me. And so as we make an effort and the energy to come to him, he said, I'll give you rest. There's relief for the soul. Go back and look at it in the description about this word, the, the sheltered we Came up with it this, this afternoon. But think about it. The relief. The relief that Jesus brings to a heart. You need relief tonight. You need you need a, a touch from God. It's not spelled with like Rolades, R-O-L-A-D-S. But it's spelled J-E-S-U-S. My friend today, when Jesus comes, he brings relief to the soul. He brings relief to a troubled family. Relief to a, a heart that needs comfort. He brings relief to, again, a heart that the enemy is really fighting against. He brings relief to them. Gives peace of mind, peace to the heart and soul. And said, it'll be well as you follow me. And church today, as we bow our heads and reverence to God, give him your life today. When Jesus comes, you ask him into your home. Ask him into your life right now, wherever you may be watching this video, wherever you may be seeing it right now, ask Jesus into your soul. Give him your heart. We continue to plead. Preacher, you always give it this plea. Yes, we must plead softly and tenderly. Jesus is calling, calling for sinner to come home. Come home. Come to Jesus now while there's time. He came and gave his life on the cross. Came to be that sacrifice. Came to be that one that would pay it all. That we can have life. That we can live and have eternal life. That we can be forgiven of all of our sins. Today, if you will believe that the Lord Jesus Christ who gave his life on the cross, shed his innocent blood, brought forth deliverance and forgiveness of all sins. Today, accept him as Lord and Savior. Say, Jesus, come into my life. I invite you, come where I am. Come into my soul. Forgive me of all that I've ever done. And he will. Immediately he'll forgive you. And give you a new life. A new reason to live. A new day has come. Because Jesus has come. 
My friend today, give him your life. My friend, whatever you're going through, whoever you may be out there watching this video, whether you're a Christian or not a Christian, whether you, you have been a Christian for a long time or a short time, whoever you may be out there, let Jesus come and step in. When all is going on all around, all around, we continue, we must remember to invite him and say, Jesus, come. Even in the midst of it all, think on Christ. Think on him. Look to him. And let him come. Come resolve this. Come fix this. Come help me, Lord. And he will. But we must do our part as well and come and meet him as well. Do our part and obey. Do our part and listen. Do our part and trust him and live right for him. And today, my friend, that born again experience is where we begin to live for him, no longer for ourselves. But we are just like these people here that wanted to just follow Jesus the rest of their days. They wanted to be with him. They didn't want it to leave. Don't let that experience leave. They didn't want that experience to stop because something real happened in their lives. And through salvation, through, again, the power of his Holy Spirit, he's more than able to help you. God bless you. I pray we look forward to seeing this too tonight. And how, uh, again, a Bible study. We have finished up part three of the reason for the season. So come out and be with us uh, again. Uh, uh, join in, tune in, share the videos out with your friends and loved ones. Tell them, amen, that Jesus is still that reason. He's that reason. He's, and he invites all men to come unto him. God bless our prayer. We'll see you soon.